Welcome to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast, a weekly conversation about mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. For more information or to find a therapist in your area, visit our website at therapyforblackgirls.com. While I hope you love listening to and learning from the podcast, it is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for joining me for session 322 of the Therapy for Black Girls podcast. We'll get right into our conversation after a word from our sponsors. Which friend are you in your sister circle? Are you the wallflower, the peacemaker, the firecracker, or the leader? Take the quiz at sisterhoodheels.com quiz to find out and then make sure to grab your copy of Sisterhood Heels to find out more about how you can be a better friend and how your circle can do a better job of supporting you. Order yours today at sisterhoodheels.com. Hey ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. Okay, y'all, just a heads up that Easter is early this year. So make sure to get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. From pastel outfits for the whole family to brunch-ready serveware, Macy's has got you covered. And you're never too old for an Easter basket. So Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies, from books to stuffed animals and even slime. You can find it all in-store or online at Macy's.com. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings. Or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at Pandora.net. Buying your first car can make you feel like a superstar as it's a big purchase, but it can take time to get there. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. How many of us can say that we have a friendship that is 5 years old, 10 years old, or even 15 years old? If you thought that was rare, how about being friends for most of your lives? Lifelong sisterhood is a rare yet beautiful phenomenon that brings new meaning to the term ride or die. For today's session, we're joined by lifelong besties of 26 years, Lamea, Akita, and Keely. Dubbing themselves AMW for America's Most Wanted, this girl group has navigated moves around the country, the raising of children, and busy careers, all while still making time for sisterhood. In our session today, you'll hear the AMW crew talk all about their growth as a friend group from college to adulthood, ways to stay connected when your besties live far apart, and how they've managed to maintain their sisterhood in the midst of personal life developments. And as a special bonus, the interludes for today's episodes are selected excerpts from my book, Sisterhood Heals, which is available to purchase wherever books are sold. If something resonates with you while enjoying our conversation, please share it with us on social media using the hashtag TBG in session. Or join us over in the sister circle to talk more about the episode. 
you can join us at community.therapyforblackgirls.com. Here's our conversation. Hi, I'm Maya, and I'm here to introduce my posse, a trio called AMW. Who are we? A gang member, a soccer player, and a Southern Belle. We met in 1997 at Wake Forest University. Actually, only one of these descriptions is accurate. Keely, the Southern Belle who wore a sweatshirt that read, Southern girls don't sweat, we glisten, assumed that Keita, with her lean, athletic build and muscular legs, must be on scholarship as a soccer player. And that Maya, me, was a gang member from the notorious Trey Four because I wore a red bandana. First impressions aside, we fostered a decades-long friendship that has helped us navigate some of the most wonderful and difficult times of our lives. Meet Keely, an attorney and our resident fashionista. Keita, an EEO diversity expert and our resident voice of reason. And me, Maya, a PhD student and teacher and our resident dreamer. Our journey includes cartwheels and espresso shots on the quad, annual wonderful weekends, moves all over the country overseas and back, miscarriage and pregnancies, marriage and dating, and more recently, cancer diagnoses and the loss of parents. We're all busy these days with work and school, family, yoga teaching, raising kids and young adults, and of course, commiserating on all the bullshit constantly thrown at black women. We get tired, but we keep going, squeezing every drop out of life. We are America's Most Wanted, a moniker given to us in 1998 by the unfortunate girlfriend of a first class boy, but we can tell you more about that later. I know Drake made it popular to proclaim no new friends, but I have to strongly disagree with this sentiment. Being open to new sister friends at any stage of our lives should be a goal we all aim for. The truth is, you probably haven't met all the people who will love you. And being open to finding new people who can add to the rich relationships you might already have is a kind and loving act towards your own healing. Page 191. Well, we're all friends from Wake Forest University, and we're on the freshman hall together, and Wake Forest is a primarily white institution, so when you have three Black women on the same freshman hall, it is easy to identify. And so when I saw two women on my hall that looked like me, I was like, oh, okay, well, who do we have here? And so LaMea, dressed in preparation, I guess, to do some heavy lifting, had on a bandana, I think you had on like a baggy outfit, maybe like some baggy jeans or shorts or something. I was like, Ooh, okay, all right. Cause we were moving into a dorm, Maya. And so I was like, she is got some street cred. And then Akita, she looked very, and still looks very athletic. She was long, lean, had on like, I think they were soccer shorts or some type of athletic shorts. So I was like, well, huh, is she like, on the soccer team or something and I had picked her to be an athlete and so I am the Southern Belle. So those were my initial impressions on the two ladies on the call now that are now to my best friend. AMW. We will not incriminate those that gave us that moniker but we have taken it and it has lived with us and it has developed but we were once greeted on the quad on our way to the cafeteria by someone that said, oh, my gosh, it's America's Most Wanted because we had solidified our status on campus by this point. We did not know we were America's Most Wanted, but we'll take it as all of our beautiful black women are America's Most Wanted. We will take that for the sisterhood. My sister friend Nafisa and I had many conversations while in grad school at the University of Georgia about how it was fun to date and think about married life but that it was our relationship with one another where sweetness was really found. The conversations we were able to have with one another, the support, laughter, and ease, all felt like what life partnership should really be. I've been so excited to see more people thinking about their relationships with their girls in this way. For all the wonderful things that can come with romantic love, our relationships with our girls are often where we really come alive. In many ways, Our girls are where we can exist outside of any life role we're expected to take on. Yes, I am someone's wife. I am someone's mother. I am someone's therapist. But when I'm with my girls, I'm just with my girls as they are with me. Introduction, page 19. Oh my gosh, so many really good memories. I'm going to talk about cartwheels on the quad. So there was lots of work to be done at Wake. And I don't know, was it final exam period or some period of time where we all were just like up, like 
working nonstop. And there was a Starbucks on campus. So we said, we're going to go to Starbucks and we are going to take, I don't know how many shots of, I was about to say tequila, but not tequila. That was later. That was later. This was espresso. We had taken all these shots of espresso because we were like, we are going to be up. We're going to get this work done. And then we were so wired, none of us could sit down at our desk to do any work. So we go out to the quad and we're just like, I don't know, who knows what we're doing. But at a certain point, we were doing cartwheels on the quad in the middle of campus when we're supposed to all be in our respective dorm rooms or the library doing all this work that we took these shots and espresso for. So it's just so many of those hysterical memories that we look back on year after year and just giggle again, like it was that day. I want to talk about the trash can wars because we literally just had this reminder a couple of months ago with one of my daughters who had a similar event. But we used to have this annual thing on campus. And I don't even know where it started, but it was annual. It was a water gun fight. So we started with water gun fights. We would surprise each other, not just the three of us, like pretty much it was all, I want to say it was all Black people on campus. I don't, it was an unspoken organized event where we just knew we had to carry our water guns or we needed to be prepared to get got before class. So somehow that war for us escalated with a core group of guy friends who one of us is married to today, LaMaya, her husband, he and his roommate, and somehow it escalated to trash can wars. And so this is how you know you were like comfortable and you were with your people because you do stupid stuff like this. I don't think we can get in trouble for this now, but we would take (laughs) trash cans and line them up against the boy's door. And so when they opened the door, the whole trash can just flooded into their dorm room. Do not ask us where the brainchild for this operation came from, but don't worry, they got us back. But we just found joy in being free and silly and goofy and just connecting with our community in very crazy ways on campus. But we had a good chuckle about trash can wars recently. So I thought I'd share that one. Yeah, that one is one of the ones that we still talk about today because my husband was like, I couldn't believe that y'all put spoiled milk under our door. So (laughs) my husband and his roommate, they stayed in the dorm across from us and we poured like, I don't know where we got rotten milk from, but we poured trash can. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And we poured it under there. Like we opened up the carton and poured it under there. Okay. We were just ridiculous. Another memory that I think of that just always makes me smile is. <laughs> the night we decided, but we're not just going to go to Hula Hands. We're going to go to Hula Hands fully decked out like we're going I don't even know where we thought we were going and who is was a restaurant I'm not sure if it's still in existence but we got on like all black one of us had on a crop top I can't remember who we had on like leather <laughs> we did our makeup like we had real special eyebrows that we had drawn on I think I had a mold that I put on like it was so much and we were just like yeah this is what we get ready to do so we just dressed up in you know all this real special attire and went out to eat and like that was our Saturday night and we just had so much fun doing stuff like that and again not sure which one of us was like, hey, let's go do this. But we were all down. We were like, yes, we get ready to do this. We're all going to do this and we're all going to have fun. And we're just going to go out in these streets in Winston looking like this. Healing can come in surprising ways. It doesn't always have to look like heartfelt, teary-eyed, deeper-than-deep conversations. Although it's okay if it does. What about the year you and your girls headed out of town for a long weekend and had the time of your lives? You remember how refreshed and re-energized you felt when you got back home? I mean, once you finally slept. Y'all still talk about it to this day, don't you? That wasn't just a turn up or a really good time. That was healing. Throughout the course of our lives, this pattern of being there for one another repeats itself over and over again. As we heal our sisters, they heal us. Introduction, page 20. One of the things I think about post-college is the times that we get together, they're really special because, of course, we're living in three different parts of the country. And it's been like that for a while. But the times that we're able to come together, they're just they're magic.
remember us surprising Akita in Texas when she lived there for her baby shower. And I remember the look on her face because she truly, like, she was surprised. She didn't know we were going to be there. And I'm sure they have a similar story about my 40th birthday. But those moments, and it's just like, these are my people. These are my sisters, you know? And I just, I'm just so thankful that we have that. But we make it happen, even though it's, you know, tough. Everybody has schedules and we always show up for each other when we need to. I agree. And I guess, Maya, you brought up your birthday, which is definitely one of the highlights. So we hit, I don't know where we come up with these ideas. I mean, granted, 40th birthdays are a milestone for most, but for us, we decided we're getting together on each other's 40th birthdays. Did we decide that as a group or Akita, did you and I decide it? Because what we did was we surprised Lamea. So we've lived in separate states, like Lamea said, for a long time. And each of us in our different lives have different opportunities to get together with other girlfriends. And I think some of us don't have as many opportunities as the other because of kids and just where they are physically and where they are in life. But we said, For LaMaya's birthday, we are getting her out. We're going to do something fun. And we also always call every time we get together a reunion. So we said we're going to have this reunion. So we concocted this entire plan. And we showed up at LaMaya's door on her birthday weekend, 40th birthday, rung the doorbell. And of course, her husband was involved in the plan because we needed her to be in place at the right time. And we snuck her away to have a weekend of fun, which ended up only being, what, a day and a half due to snow. And we went to Asheville and had a great girls weekend, just like hanging out, doing nothing in particular, but just having a chance to be together and reconnect, which I agree has been so fruitful for me. So rejuvenating to kind of get together with your real good girlfriends, your good, good girlfriends, and just remember, reflect, trip out, figure out what's new, what's challenging us today, and to kind of encourage and support each other and celebrate each other. I agree. And I think it's important to note, we communicate daily and we do so through an app called Marco Polo. But when we have these retreats or these reunions, we still have so much to talk about. And so that's just, again, it's just like a reiteration of these are my people and they give me life. And, you know, we've talked about wonderful moments getting together and we've had some tough times too. We've had some significant loss. And to Keely's point, there's not an event. There's not a moment. When I lost my mom about three years ago, they were right there. They were right there. And it wasn't a question of when or if or how. And for them, I am always forever grateful because it never is a question of when or if or how. They will always be there. And I know they will be. Longevity within a sister circle is often a blessing, and it also means that you've likely experienced some significant life stuff together as well. Research indicates that having a strong support system is a significant factor in being able to rebound following a life stressor. To ensure that our systems stay intact, it is important to know how to support each other through difficult experiences. Page 143. Having lost my mom, just even just difficult decisions that we've gone through in life and had to make. And I'm raising two children as a single mother and, you know, I need my village and they are absolutely the city hall of my village, right? But the form of support doesn't always have to be physical. The form of support, you know, is certainly through the phone. It's certainly a phone call. I am probably the last one on the screen to answer my phone. I'll acknowledge that. But when I see the missed phone calls (laughs) and when I see the text messages, I know that they're there. I know that they're thinking I'll get random cards in the mail, right? And it's just the acknowledgement that, hey, you know, you're going through something. It's okay to be stressed out. It's okay to be tired. Just know that I'm here. And just to even pull a card like that from the mailbox and know that LaMaya was thinking about something I probably hadn't even talked to them about, right? Keely will send me a quick note on the side and just say, you know, Akita, I I know you're not going to respond. I know you aren't, but you know, just know that I'm here. And that's, to your point, 26 years of that. A lot of people don't have that in their families. They don't have it in their lives. And so we are incredibly blessed and we realize that. So Just being and showing up in any kind of way possible is what I can say we've done for each other. I agree. And I feel like the other thing is you feel fully invested. Like these aren't just my friends. I'm so invested in how they're doing, how their children are doing, their children's accomplishments, their children's stumbles. Like all of it just feels like, oh gosh, we are going through this. Now we need to get it together. Now we need to figure this out. Now we need to celebrate this. 
And so there is a lot of joy in that. And like you said, when you come to those times where it's challenging or where you're dealing with a true loss or sadness, you know that it's also a safe space to come and share that. Or even when you're just upset and you want to vent because parenting, marriage, like all that stuff, being a member of a family, like all of that comes with challenges and you need to be able to come to a place and be like, you know what, today I am upset about this. And everybody's like, yep, yep, yep. Or they're like, now, you know, you need to calm down a little bit, but we understand how you feel. So just being able to have a safe space for that, I think is so healthy. And again, I just feel so invested. So it doesn't ever feel like it's an effort. Like we, It's like, okay, we got to make this work because we need to be there for this. We need to be there because the babies are graduating. We need to be there because someone has passed. It's what we do, not, you know, they expect us to come. So we need to be there. It's no, we need to be present. We want to be present. And I'll just echo that with the whole concept of the safe space. Like we're 100 percent there for each other. But there is something about having the space to come in and say what we need to say and not be judged. Or like Keely said, say, well, come on now, so you're doing too much. Or maybe you should feel this way. It is so for me, it's extremely, like, it's vital. There are times I'm like, you know, we haven't been on Marco Polo in a while. Like, what's going on? Like, I need to know what's going on. What's going on in everybody's life? And then there are times when I'm so stressed or I'm so down or I'm so frustrated about something and I need to just talk to them and say, like, this is what's going on with me. And to have them, we say, just give us a hell yeah. Just a hell yeah, girl. It's enough sometimes. We're like, okay, whew, I got it. I can move on. It's so important because I feel like, especially for me, I'm here in Virginia. We moved here a couple of years ago and I don't have a strong network of friends here or anything you know, I like to hang out with. And when I first came initially, I mean, I had nobody. And so to be able to talk to my girls, like I always have made that transition too much easier for me, even though physically they're not always with me. I'm not alone. I always have them if I need to. And if, again, if something really was stressful, I could call either of them and they would make it happen. They would come, they would do whatever they need to do just to make sure that I was okay. And I want to say this too, my father passed this year and I wasn't even ready to be around people. <laughs> I wasn't. I was managing and grieving and trying to get things together and staying busy. And they were like, nope, we're getting together. What weekend works for you? When we getting together? Like, where are we going? And it was just like, nope, we're not going to let you kind of power through this without like taking a moment. And I appreciate that. Even though I wasn't, I wasn't fully ready. They were just like, nope, mm -mm, we're getting together. Come on, where we're going, you know, that type of thing. So it's just that knowing that they're going to always be there, that knowing that they're always riding with me, supporting me, all that stuff. It's incredible. And it shows how much we have grown in this friendship since the late 90s. How might your circle look and feel different with everyone showing a similar level of commitment to showing up? I get it. Schedules get hectic. We are often busy being caretakers and life otherwise continues to life. In those instances, the first thing we tend to drop is time with our girls. But if our sister circles are the lifelines we often know them to be, it is important to treat them as such. While weekly get-togethers may not be possible, I want you and your circle to think about what is possible. How active is the group chat? Are you marking important dates on your calendar so that you're less likely to forget someone's important event? What plans are you all making to get together soon? And how are you planning to protect that time? Page 45. So we don't let a year go by without seeing each other. That's something that I think is unspoken, but it is absolutely a dedicated thing. Like we call those Reunions, retreats, we'll pick somewhere. We've been mostly east side for quite a bit. I believe we're supposed to be heading to Arizona at some point <laughs> by way of like, what? <laughs> I don't know. There's a couple of islands we're supposed to be making, but at the end of the day, <laughs> we pick places to go to. I want to say the last time we got together, it was aside from being here with me, we were in Virginia, Lansdowne. So we were picking a resort because we realized we weren't going to make it to the salamander. But <laughs> we do that. We're intentional about that. We're intentional about sending cards in the mail. They are. I'm not a card person, so I'm not even going to take credit for that. But Keely and LeMay are very intentional about sending cards in the mail. <laughs> um, text messages, gifts here and there. You know, sometimes something will pop up in the mail and I'm like, where does T-shirt come from? I hadn't even been thinking about, you know, <laughs> like, or, oh, my God, we mentioned this T-shirt, but now I got one to wear. I will add to that. I think after undergrad, we came together most times on homecoming. So Lamea is a native of Winston-Salem, where we went to school at Wake Forest. And so when she graduated, she and I 
didn't move too, too far from school. So when we came back for homecomings, we would always stay, we would call it the Williams retreat. We'd stay at the Williams. Where do we call it? The Williams, not the retreat. The, estate. the Williams estate. estate. Yeah, we're going to the Williams <laughs> estate. We're going to hang out there so we can really all be together. And then, you know, other folks that came in town for homecoming would join us there. And then I think when Maya moved away from Winston is when we were like, okay, well now we've got to really get ourselves together because there's no kind of set event that we all know that we want to attend. And so once she moved away, we were still very intentional about, like you said, not having a year go by having retreats and getting together. And I think the other thing that happens is just by happenstance, when I have to travel up to the DC area, I'm pretty close to Kita, so I'm like, hey, coming up for a meeting, you know, you got time this weekend, you know, or I'll stay over an extra day just to see her and the girls. So I think that's how we physically have made sure we got together. More from our conversation after the break. Hey, ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. The RCP Heart Health Squad will support you in protecting your mental health and overall well-being. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. You never know who's following in the footsteps of great women in science, like Katherine Johnson, Mae Jemison, and Dr. Kizzy Corbett. So Macy's is proud to join Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or round up your purchase. And don't forget to shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com purpose. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings. Or... Create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora Jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at Pandora.net. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important. The future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's Ultimate Girl Bomb Grip and Professional Grade Blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good, and there's nothing more empowering than that. So many of the spaces we inhabit require us to put on armor, and that can take its toll on us mentally, emotionally, and physically. If you watch the Supreme Court nomination hearings for Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson, it was clear that she too had to wrestle with herself before sitting before a group of people who obviously were trying to catch her slipping. The way we often have to steel ourselves in order to be sure-footed in the face of criticism and often flat-out disrespect is way too common. After adorning ourselves in armor to face the world, what a respite it is to figuratively take off your bra in a safe space with your girls. With one another, there is no need for hardness. Page 22. We call it Mountain Up and 
I think for me, the first thing that comes to mind are our work um, lives and, and how a lot of times, particularly for me, I need to vent and I need to send an email before I actually send an email. And so in the world of just managing workplace conflict, being a Black woman in the workplace and dealing with microaggressions and not being valued and being questioned about your expertise and things of that nature, we have to be mindful that our responses are on and everlasting. And so I know we lean on each other a lot in the world of taking our earrings off and using our words, <laughs> right? And getting the power of the email or the pen together. I would speak to that in, in general and just say we are always there to help each other through those very difficult times. We all appreciate how different each one of us are. I think we value that. I know what to expect from Akita. I know what to expect from Lamea. They know what to expect from me. And I don't think that we judge each other for that. I think we lean on each other for our strengths. We laugh and we tell each other about what our weaknesses are, not even our weaknesses, but our traits or characteristics that can pose challenges in certain situations. We do serve as a bounce, like as a mirror, as a sounding board for each other to check ourselves and to see when we're operating in this world where sometimes we are faced with challenges, do we need to lean on somebody else's strength so that they can help us channel our communications or tell us to, you know, simmer down, take a seat, let it go? And I think that's how our group has dealt with conflict is leaning on each other's strengths and then, you know, hyping each other up when we're like, they say, hell yeah, like you're right. That was some mess. You shouldn't have to deal with that. You should respond in writing. I think that's how we deal with conflict and use our friendship to, to help us individually and collectively. In my experience working with Black women in groups, sisters tend to fall into one of four roles. The leader, the wallflower, the firecracker, and the peacemaker. These roles are not at all static or absolute. We actually may find ourselves moving in and out of different roles depending on the setting or situation but they do give us some information about how we show up in communal spaces. Here's a little more about each role. The leader is the one who offers organization to the group. She is typically the one making sure y'all are getting together regularly. And she's the one who probably organized the last get together. The wallflower is the sister within the group who generally sits quietly and listens as others talk. However, when she does speak, it's super impactful. She is often paying more attention to what's not being said than what is. The firecracker is the sister who will say the thing that needs to be said, but not always gently. They, along with the leader, tend to take up most of the space in the group. She's likely the life of the party, but if the party goes off the rails, she's probably the one involved in that too. The peacemaker is the sister who will send the text message that says, we need to talk. If two other sisters in the group are having a conflict, she's likely to have individual calls with both of them and encourage them to hash out their issues. Page 84. So I'll start. I got the wallflower, which I think is partially accurate. Like, I feel like absolutely like in the Waiting to Excel group, I probably would have been Savannah. But I speak up when I need to. It's just that I don't always feel the need to speak up. You know what I mean? I feel like I say what I need to say when I need to say it, but I don't necessarily feel the need to be the one making all the statements. But I do think that I tend to be more passive. I think they would agree. But I do kind of lay low until I need to lay low. I'll just say that. Go Kita. I knew you were going to make me go next. <laughs> I agree. And I did take to heart that there's a spectrum to the quiz and to the findings. I got the leader. The part of it that resonated most with me were the things that I know I need help on in my friendship being seen as the strong one or letting my friends check in on me or letting them in more like not obviously they're in they're all the way in but if there's something I'm going through I'll tend to just back off a little bit be a little quiet and I need to always remember and I know but you know it's just I'm the type to pull in before I push back out or share what's going on so I would say all the things that I need to remember as a leader resonated the most I got leader as well and I think it's because I'm always like, come on, y'all, let's do it. Let's get on here. If we're not on Marco, I'm always popping on there like, get on here. What y'all doing? What's going on? So that's the part, I think, for the leader that resonated most with me. I think that's why I got the leader. And I think it's more so just like the cheerleader. Like, let's get together. Let's do some fun things. Let's go buy these outfits. Let's go put probably, I probably say, let's put this eyeliner on. Like, I don't know. 
I hope like light and levity and keeping us in a space where we can have some fun. More from our conversation after the break. Hey, ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. The RCP Heart Health Squad will support you in protecting your mental health and overall well-being. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. You never know who's following in the footsteps of great women in science, like Katherine Johnson, Mae Jemison, and Dr. Kizzy Corbett. So Macy's is proud to join Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or round up your purchase. And don't forget to shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com purpose. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings. Or... Create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora Jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at Pandora.net. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important. The future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's Ultimate Girl Bomb Grip and Professional Grade Blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good, and there's nothing more empowering than that. So not only is forming strong connections with others, physical, mental, and emotional bonds that can withstand time and change valuable to many areas of our lives, but it is also integral to our development as humans and connected to our very survival. For Black women, this is especially true. It is why I believe that the best way for Black women to thrive is through our healthy relationships with other Black women. Page 8. I'd say one of the biggest changes that, of course, have occurred in both of their lives is their parents. And so seeing how they raise kids, you know, that's been fun to watch and be a part of. But I think, Maya, you had kids first, and I think you were full-fledged motherhood. And then it was a shift back to like self and the dreams that you always knew that you wanted to have for yourself. And that's been beautiful, beautiful, beautiful to watch and to see your talent like as an author and you're working on your PhD, like that's been incredibly fun to watch and encouraging. And then with Kita, I think the same thing, just raising these two beautiful, wonderful girls with, you know, challenges faced. But also I think the biggest thing that resonates with me about Kita is professionally, like I remember lots of discussions about the move from home, a safe space with mom and with family to taking a big leap and moving to Maryland and DC and kind of taking a step that you really wanted to take, but knowing there were so many things that had to be considered and houses to be sold, family members to think about, and just the level of kind of thought and planning and maturity. Like it reminds me, it tells me like, you need to think things through, take time to be deliberate about 
certain certain things that you want to do in your life. So I think those have been kind of phases in life where I've really watched my friends and been like amazed at how they have mastered these life phases. But I think at their core, they've remained the same. And I think that's why our friendship has remained, of course, grown and matured. But we stay so connected. I feel like sometimes when you're disconnected and you come back, you see this, you may see this big change. But for us, I feel like it's been a growth that we've experienced together over time. I'm kind of the same way. I don't see like a big core shift in Dekeely or Akita in terms of their personality. Keely was a boss in 97. She's a boss today in terms of just having her stuff together, knowing what she wants and going after it. Kita, I've always been impressed by her strength. And I know we, of course, are tired of the strong black woman trope, but Kita has gone through so much and has withstood and is still going. And I look at her and I marvel because some of the decisions that she's had to make would cause somebody else to crumble and she doesn't. And she has these beautiful girls who are killing the game. And I just, you know, I, I'm just in awe. And Kita also taught me Way back when, and it's so random that I remember this date, but in 1998, she told me that friends serve different purposes. And I so needed to hear that. And it just shifted how I thought about friendships. And I had a best friend from high school. And I wanted to be like, well, I can't have other friends because I have this best friend. And it just, it was just like, she was always so much more together. She was always so much more focused and mature. And she's still that way. Again, I was terrified to move away from Winston-Salem. Keita was like, I've been all around the world. I mean, she's been everywhere. She moved to Texas. So I've always admired about her. And again, I think with Keely, I'm just like fangirling, but with Keely, I have always admired, again, I think in large part because of the family that she comes from, just the confidence. Both of them are really confident women that I feel like didn't have to cultivate confidence, whereas I had to cultivate confidence um, because I was taught to be humble. I was taught to be, you know, all sorts of things, right? And I just admired those qualities in them. And I think they helped show me a different way of being. And it started way back then and it still goes to now. I'm still in awe of both of them. What I'd like to contribute to this and what I'm hearing is I feel like I am now looking at how you all have, for lack of a better word, imprinted on me, right? So, you know, in the way of how am I changing because of their friendship and their love and their being there. And we talk about strength, but strength in times of where we need that confidence and LeMay, you hit the nail on the head. What would my inner Keely say, right? In my Keely voice, we do our Keely voice sometimes. <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm not standing for that. Or, you know, with a full pause period at the end. And what are we going to do next, right? And just being resolute in an opinion and standing true to it no matter what. We have these things called KJs, Keely Justified, and anything goes if you put a KJ behind it, right? And so I take that with me every day and when I need it the most. LaMea loves love. And LaMea is... <laughs> LaMea loves all things. Some things you wonder, how can they be loved? <laughs> but... I need that in my life, right? There's a lot of softening that I think has happened for me over the years from the both of them, to be quite honest with you. And just different perspectives. Akita, you can't go in there with that perspective or you can't go in there carrying yourself in that way. Or sometimes you do got to open up to people, right? You can't just stay with us. And so I really do get different perspectives from both of them that have just making me a better person every day. Every time we grow, I'm growing with them and they're stretching me and growing me. So thank you. There is no one-size-fits-all model for how to be a good sister, but I do think there are some things that we can do to start. Hype your sister friends up. You know how we do. Yes, hair! Girl, you look amazing. Black women have this on lock. It's our superpower. Compliments are known to uplift the giver and the receiver. Practice giving verbal compliments daily to your sisters, and don't forget about our little sisters. Page 214. Nikita's already given us one for Maya. It is positive. She gets the positivity award <laughs> for AMW friendships. Because to the point where we have said, if LaMaya gives you a compliment, it's nice, it's sweet, but I'm going to wait on that because she may compliment you on something that's not quite that cute. LaMaya, you will. LaMaya, you will. But she's always yeah. looking for the... It's my superlative. She will always give you 
the positive and find the positive. And she is a lover of love. Kita, I want to give her the planned and precise award. Like, I'm out here like, let's do it. Let's do it. Kita's like, what's the time? What are the dates? Did you get the tickets? Do you have your stuff together? And I'm like, oh, well, no, but we're going. We're going. So she gets our planned and precise award. And Maya gets our positivity award. And we need all of that. We need them both. Keely, I have to give you the most likely to justify whatever it is she wants. <laughs> whatever it is. Because there's always a way. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. She, is, again, has taught me there is always a way to make a decision. And if you make a decision and it ends up being not the outcome you wanted, guess what? Keely going to justify another pathway. And it's going to be fine. So... I'll give you the KJ Award. The most powerful and long-lasting sister friendships are the ones that allow us to feel safe in sharing our hearts and stories. In many ways, we've been doing this all along. Introduction, page 18. I would say, and this is specifically for Black women, value your Black sisters. Value them, see them, show up for them but most importantly, value them. I'll say make time and make space. And I guess that's two. You want me to give you a justification for two, but I would say make space for people in your life and for who they really are. I think that's what creates a friendship. You be a safe space for someone else and and make time, like take time. Like it's a priority for us to see each other. Like eventually we don't need to see each other every day, every week, every quarter. It's important for us to have the space and the time to pour into each other every now and then in person. And so I think those are important things if you want to have a long-lasting friendship. I would say being vulnerable and being honest with yourself about your vulnerabilities and knowing what you need and knowing that you can't and you shouldn't, right? When you find your people and when you find someone that fulfills you in whatever kind of way that you're learning from, you're growing with you're not stagnant around, then open up to them and to Keely's point, leave that space and dedicate that time to being nurtured, but just also putting yourself out there to connect with people, right? I certainly don't know if I would have been friends with somebody I thought was going to be a gang member, but there was something in Keely that said, no matter what, this gang member needs love. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, just again, being open and being willing to just pour into and to be poured into. Black women are big dreamers, and the beauty of our dreams is that they are so expansive that they are not only about how our individual lives might be different, but about how the world might be different. Page 56. Oh, I got this one. So we've already talked about somehow we are going to build a lanai that's going to intersect. All of our homes will be connected, and we will meet on the lanai like the Golden Girls. Yes. <laughs> Don't happen one day. I don't know what state we're going to be in. Keith says she's never leaving Atlanta, Georgia, so it might have to be there. <laughs> but that's what we're going to have. Yep, that's right. Lots of days. That's it. That's it. Lots of days on the lanai. <laughs> but before we hit the lanai, we're going to take these trips, a big trip uninterrupted, where we can just kick it and chill and relax. I'm going to have my permanent residence in Atlanta, but I do think our lanai can be a beachside. Yes. Yes. Agreed. I want to thank Lamea, Akita, and Keely once again for joining us for this episode. Don't forget to grab your copy of Sisterhood Heals at sisterhoodheals.com to explore more themes like the ones we discussed today. And be sure to text two of your girls right now and encourage them to check out the episode. If you're looking for a therapist in your area, check out our therapist directory at therapyforblackgirls.com directory. And if you want to continue digging into this topic or just be in community with other sisters, come on over and join us in the Sister Circle. It's our cozy corner of the internet designed just for Black women. You can join us at community.therapyforblackgirls.com. This episode was produced by Frida Lucas, Elise Ellis, and Zaria Taylor. Editing was done by Dennison Bradford. Thank y'all so much for joining me again this week. I look forward to continuing this conversation with you all real soon. Take good care. Which friend are you in your sister circle? Are you the wallflower, the peacemaker, the firecracker, or the leader? 
Take the quiz at sisterhoodheels.com slash quiz to find out and then make sure to grab your copy of Sisterhood Heels to find out more about how you can be a better friend and how your circle can do a better job of supporting you. Order yours today at sisterhoodheels.com. Hey ladies, it's Dr. Joy. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 Black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Hey, debit card users, listen up. Discover has something especially for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can start earning cash back on everyday debit card purchases. You heard that right. Cash back on debit purchases because cash back isn't just for credit cards. It's time you also get some love. Oh, and I should also mention that this has no fees, period. Finally, the game-changing checking account you deserve. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girlbomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens.